afternoon, good evening. Welcome to episode 22 the DCP Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony McAvoy, joined by my two co-hosts, best friends, Max Born, Christian Dan- Daniel Chris. Shit! Max Born, Daniel Christian. There we go. I almost I tripped on Max's name, and I knew as soon as You've I tripped. Never on done Max Christian Daniel Boy. This is the first. <sighs> One of these days, I'm going to tell you I don't want to have a good good evening, and then it's just going to go downhill from there. He's gonna he's gonna mess <laughs> don't, up don't my intro. Don't you dare tell me to have a good evening. Don't tell the fucking you. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't even need either of you to mess up the intro because I do it on my own. You know, I'm going to give it to you. Beardless Daniel is Christian Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel, I'm I'm just blinded by the 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 bald. I can finally see your chin again. Yeah, it still, it still looks weird. He shaved away his sins. He did. He did. <laughs> shaved away my personality. <laughs> so, in case this is your first episode, it's Ma- it's Max Born and Christian Daniel. Or Dan- <laughs> it's, it's it's Max Daniel and Christian Born. <laughs> I'm I am exhausted. <laughs> we have the DCP podcast with Anthony McAvoy as our host, Max Born and Daniel Christian. I'm just here. <laughs> Thanks, guys, Daniel. I, I, Save think you, I think you guys can do this podcast without me. I'm just gonna sit this one out. <laughs> All right, so Daniel, what do you think about the games? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I think, I think um as a penalty for Anthony messing up my name, ten of his points goes to Max. No, I'll take this. A, is I'll, a, I'll take a firm handshake and fifty points. This is the comeback. <laughs> this is the comeback we were expecting. <laughs> Every right. time he messes up, I just get points. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm your host, Anthony McAvoy, joined by Max Born and Daniel Christian. Yeah, you know, the pause. Respe- That's I respect you. <laughs> Ten minutes later, for trying again, I would have quit. Yeah, you know, I, I was sitting there. I was like, third time's the charm, and I'm never gonna move past it if I don't do it right. So, um, now that we're past that, and uh, I don't know how I'm going to recover from that. Um, God, I really botched that. You're going to go um, over two on picks confirmed. God. <laughs> Every right. game wrong. <laughs> well, speaking of picks, Max, I'm sorry to say. You I'm a big chiller, dude. You have been mathematically eliminated from being able to complete your comeback. I'm big chilling. After going four for four in picks last week, but picking Cincinnati to win in overtime yeah. negates any points you could have gotten. But I think he still would have been mathematically eliminated if he had got if he had yeah, it overtime. Had it. I mean, I'm too far gone. I, I believe he. Well, no, it would have kept him alive because now you're behind, so it would have let him catch up. That's true. Um, Whatever. I thought it was going to be a better game than it actually was. Oh, we'll talk about it in a minute. I Boy, did we all. <laughs> um, so, Max has been mathematically eliminated. Uh, he is sitting at 176 points. And going into our final three games, these games are now way more important. Because Dan- you can clinch this week, technically. I can clinch. Uh, Daniel is sitting at a point total of 191. I am at 194. Um, Daniel picked the Giants last week. So, respect for going bold, though. Oh, I, I mean, you yeah, had I don't to. Hate it. One of us had to. We couldn't. It was either going to be you or me. And I think it would have been this week because if we agree on everything, it's not done yet. And I don't know about you. I have no idea where you're going with either game. You can ask Max. I told him my picks three days ago. You I have no idea where you're going. I'm, do you know where I'm going? Um, I just decided I, today or yesterday. I have no a idea. feeling. I I have a feeling. I know where you're going. Um, but I could also be wrong. Okay. So well, let's see. <laughs> well. Just to make sure they keep listening, we're going to hold off for just a couple minutes because we're going to recap last week's divisional round. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with the first game, which was Jacksonville at Kansas City. Kansas City, of course, winning that game 27-20. Bigger story coming out of that game now 
and we'll talk about it again here in a little bit, the health of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, nasty looks like high ankle sprain that he picked up in the first half. I'm not going to lie. I was a little shocked he went back out in the second half. I thought we were going to get Chad Henney in the second half. Um, ultimately, I thought, and I think I texted both of you this, I thought that game was a lot closer than it should have been. Um, and I wonder if Mahomes had been able to move around and make more plays than he normally does, if it wouldn't have been. But, man, credit to Jacksonville and what they did on defense, because I thought the defense is what was going to hurt them the most. I'm going to give you that. But yeah. the one part I disagree with, um, I think when Mahomes went down, that's that's Trevor Lawrence's chance to take over and steal that game. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would say I would say had had Mahomes not come back. But if you can get a lead, you put the pressure on a one-legged Mahomes. Mahomes had lead the whole time. Yeah. And I, I yeah. will say I think I think he played better after the Mahomes injury, but I mean when Chad Henney comes in and goes 98 yards. Yeah. It takes up a majority of the clock. Also, that drop by Christian Kirk at the end of the first half, what Awful. the hell are you doing? And you know what Chris it. Collinsworth? It's criminal to blame that on Trevor Lawrence. And the fumble with five minutes to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like by Jamal Agnew. You can't you can't fight for extra yards. You know, you just gotta yeah. run out of bounds. Go out of bounds. You're at the two yard line. You're gonna punch it in. That's and then why- who knows? Who knows? I mean, I still think Chiefs win, but we could be in a totally different conversation if it's a three-point game, one leg in Mahomes, four and a half minutes to go. You mm-hmm. never know. I mean, you mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I'm not betting against Trevor Lawrence on a Saturday. No. Trevor Lawrence takes his first loss ever on a ever Saturday. On a Saturday. He used to be ever. undefeated. Used to be. Max, do you, have any, uh, do you have anything on this one? I mean, if Christian Kirk, you can't drop that. Uh, that was that was a beauty of a dime there mm-hmm. by good old T Law, um, but uh, Andy Reid did come out and say that uh, the injury that happened to Mahomes is not as severe as the 2019 ankle injury that he mm-hmm. that he suffered. So if you're a Chief fan, that's good for you. If you're the Jags, man, you take away this season. I know it didn't end the way you wanted, but hell hell of a season, man. Mm-hmm. Like Doug Peterson turned turned it around in one season. And I think we're going to start seeing more uh, from from Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, I think that this is just the beginning for Jacksonville. Um, but uh, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this game. Uh, Philadelphia got better than a bye uh, because they just got to beat up on the Giants. Um, if, if that game – so Philadelphia was gifted twice. They got the bye and then had to play the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, credit to Brian Dayball, who in my, in my eyes is coach of the year. Um, they, they were just outclassed from the first snap of the ball game. And this doesn't change. I think their plans on Daniel Jones. That's so they didn't need to resign Daniel Jones. I've seen, I've seen tweets and reports that they are now questioning Daniel Jones. Well, that's bogus. Um, it's it was a shattered defense at that point. It, it was, and it was it was a lot of the defense's fault, and then just putting too much on your quarterback too soon. Um, like he won a road playoff game, his first ever playoff game. Come on, correct, correct. For me, excuse me, I wouldn't give Daniel Jones more than a two-year deal. I give him a three. It's also probably a confidence thing because this is the third time that you face that team, and it's the third time you've lost to that same team. Each of them, except for the last, the second to last one, were blowouts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a confidence thing to that. Well, and the funny thing is, the second to last one, the this the second one, the Giants played Davis we- Davis Webb at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was Week 18, and they had already mm-hmm. made the playoffs. And Philly was trying to clinch the one seed. So Philly played all their starters, and it was a close game against the Giants' backups, who you could argue were already playing in the playoff game. Right. Um, but, yeah. Um, moving on to, I think, the game that 
maybe surprised a lot of people because in my eyes, this was either game of the weekend or not, or number two. Um, Cincinnati just absolutely pile driving uh, Buffalo 27 to 10 in the snow. Um, in, white uniforms, baby. In, in the white uniforms. They, they really camouflage. They should have gone with the white helmets. I really think they should have gone with the white helmets. Yeah. Um, this is tough. Uh, I think Cincinnati, I think this is what Cincinnati w- would have done in the Monday night game. Just by the way, <laughs> Monday night game was already going. Uh, very early on, Cincinnati marched right down the field, got the touchdown. And then right before the DeMar Hamlin injury, they were marching down the field again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do kind of think that C- Cincinnati was probably just going to match up well with Buffalo to begin with. And then I think something has had switched in that Buffalo. I'm I'm not I'm gonna put some blame on the defense, but not much because it's a very injured defense. Um, so I don't put too much on them. Offensively, I still didn't understand what the game plan was. It was a lot of deep balls for no and reason. Against against Cincinnati, the whole idea of Screw it, Stefan's down there somewhere. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, and if you're Josh Allen, you've got to make better decisions with the ball. You just have to. Um, I I said last week, I think that I thought that this Buffalo team was done. And I was right. They are done. Um the question now becomes, what do you do? Because I'm still going to contend that you trade for Naheem Hines and you get nothing out of the run game. So it's still Josh Allen in the running game. You um, need a running back. You, you need a running back that is a Devin Singletary. James Cook looks awful. Uh, he looks bad. Naheem Hines, you're not using him. I don't know what is switched. And maybe it was Dable. Maybe a lot of that success on offense had to do with Brian Dable. Um, but if you're if if you're looking at Josh Allen, you just have to say you don't have to play the hero ball all the time. And that is that is where all of his problems this year have consistently come in the red zone with all of the interceptions, all the turnovers. It's just trying to do too much and play play that hero position of if I'm not going to do it, nobody's going to do it. So I've got to make this third. No, take what the defense is given. Make the easy throws to set up the more difficult throws instead of just doing the difficult throws just over and over and over again. Um, as of right now, Josh Allen has become Philip Rivers. I mean, that's what he's become. He's the guy who's really good, a lot of talent, but he falters right there when he can't. Same number. It's Philip Rivers. It's Philip Rivers. Can you say that one more time? No, because it's going to be on the podcast. If you want it, you can pull it yourself. Well, I guess one of my biggest things is uh, you have. it's not like they don't have weapons on offense. I mean, you can pass it to Dawson Knox. You can pass it to Gabe Davis. You can pass it to Gabe- Stephon. Gabe Davis is not a competent enough two. He is your two, though, for that he, team. <laughs> and that, that's the thing. He is yeah. the two. And if you're not going to go out and make any moves, which I don't think they can. Um, Unless you trade for a running back. but Well, they did that, and that's what they did with Naeem Hines. Yeah, but I'm talking about like a better running back. <laughs> well, I don't it know. would be a better running back if they used him. They don't right, use so. it. I'm giving I'm giving you a two minute timer on Spider Sports, our, our previous podcast. Anthony made a comment and he said that if he had to start a franchise with someone, mm-hmm. wouldn't be Mahomes, wouldn't be Burrow, it'd be Josh Allen. Uh, in all fairness, we had not seen the Joe Burrow we had seen when I made that comment. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, Josh Allen does not even compare to those two quarterbacks. We we have so we see Patrick Mahomes. This should have been a down year because they trade away his best wide receiver. 
mm-hmm. number one seed in the AFC Championship game on a bad ankle. Joe Burrow, he has no offensive line again. Had none last year. Made the Super Bowl. Had none this year in the AFC Championship game. Dog walked the Buffalo Bills. Cam Newton, who Josh Allen and Cam Newton have been compared. Cam Newton had no receivers. No, 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 no. Nobody is comparing them. People say Josh Allen is better than Cam Newton. I've seen it all over Twitter. I've seen it all over Twitter. Carolina Panthers Twitter. But Carolina Panthers fans don't say I'm seeing I'm seeing Josh Allen is better than Cam Newton tweets. I'm I'm seeing that. Well, I don't know where you're seeing them because I I'll start sending to you every time I see that. I will block your Twitter. I really don't want to see them. Okay, never mind. (laughs) But Josh Allen is not Cam Newton at Cam Newton's level. Sorry, it's not. Well, Josh Allen Cam is up Floyd, but okay. Mm-hmm. That's why Cam Newton. Yeah, he only had a full career. I'm, sorry, I'm talking about prime Cam Newton, prime Josh Allen. That's what I'm talking about. Josh Allen's still in his prime, like I said, when we had this argument the first time. He's still in his prime. Cam Newton. Yeah, has- the year, when Cam Newton's Super Bowl run, he was still in his prime. prime. Okay. Um... But you were you were you were making the argument like Josh Allen's career is over, and it's not. There is still plenty of time. No, but the window's closing. It's closing, but it's not closed. Duh. The Buffalo Bills window that I've been saying never was open is closing. Um, Josh Allen is just not that guy. He's not even close to Burrow and Mahomes level. The AFC runs through Burrow and Mahomes, and I think you're going to see this AFC championship game several, several times. And if you're the Buffalo Bills, you're taking a long, hard look in the mirror saying the only way we get to the AFC championship game here on out is to get through one of these teams. Can they? Can Josh? I I don't see it. They've got to make a big move, and I don't know where that big move is coming from. But here's the difference between Josh Allen and the other quarterbacks I listed. No team has everything. Mahomes got it done. Burrow gets it done. Josh Allen has proven he can't get it done. I agree with what you just said today. Philip, that might be one of the most genius things you've ever said, Anthony. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And I really hope it felt good to say that. I thought, I mean, so here's the thing. Because, again, I will contend that I don't think, I think Allen has taken the step down. Mm Mm-hmm. In my head, he's still the third best quarterback in the AFC. This is his and worst I still year. I think he's the third. But see, if you remember, I have never said he's not talented. I have said he's talented. I just say he doesn't get it done in the postseason. Which a lot of, I mean, you could still say that a lot of people don't get it done in the postseason, but that's yeah. here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen. Von Miller not get hurt for that defense because they lost all ability to pass rush when he got hurt. Um, Can't stand Von Miller. And and the the digression of that offensive line was just rough to see. But anyway, that's you know whatever. Max, do you have anything on this one? <laughs> um, not really. I mean. You look at the weapon differentials between the two. You you got Joe Burrow over there with they. He has a lot of weapons to go to. And I'm I'd not saying argue, that I'd argue that he has more weapons and better weapons. Yeah, than Josh Allen does, I'd say. Um, but you got to get it done, and uh, you didn't. So you just gotta go. Gotta kind of move on and hope that Safan comes back. <laughs> So, not to interrupt, but this is like breaking news. As you're in a Hall of Fame quarterback Joe Namath of the Jets just said that he will allow the team to unretire his number 12 jersey if they get Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. bogus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The owner even said that too. To be completely honest, Joe Namath has no right to have his jersey retired. Um, when you look back at Joe Namath uh, and his stats and his tape, he actually sucked. He was awful. Uh, <laughs> how? Literally, how can you – how though can you trade two? How can you get two first rounders for Aaron Rodgers? I wouldn't trade two first rounders for a guy who, the minute that he gets pissed off that something didn't go his way, is like, all right, I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. I would give one first round max. If max. I got to take, if I have to take his contract, I'm not giving a first at all. At least that's two seconds. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's the most. Also, awesome. Miami Heat just won a ten over run tied the game. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's regular season. I don't care. I have to care. <laughs> uh, and then let's finish this this up and be somewhat quick so we can get into these games. Uh, San Francisco, Dallas, San Francisco wins last 19, play. 19 to 12. Uh, absolute atrocious last play. And if I'm Dallas, I'm trying to determine if Dak Prescott's my quarterback. He's not. There were three things there were three things wrong in that game. One, Dak threw two interceptions. Can't do that. Two uh, bad interceptions. And they were they were bad. Uh <laughs> Second, that last play was a terrible last play to have. You need to go 60 yards. Let's throw a check down pass uh, <laughs> and have Zeke play center and get absolutely bulldozed. <laughs> uh, and the last one is if you're a Cowboys fan, I know you. it's easy to blame Dak and everything like that. But before that last play happened, Cavante Turpin had a great run. And he had three options. He either go straight into the kicker or turn left and right. He decided to go straight into the kicker, and you got stopped at the 40. Kevontae Turpin is faster than the, than the kicker. <laughs> There's no saying that he could have he could have blown by him for a touchdown to even out that game or win that game for, for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, I get he's a rookie still, but that's something that you have to work on. I think Dak could be good on any other team, though. I think it's just the lights too bright for Dak. I still believe in Dak, just not with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know because I, I like his weapons are really, really good, and it's it's really interesting, right? Because I think Dak is having a lot of the same problems that Josh Allen is. Because up to this year, we had never seen this level of turnover from Josh Allen or Dak Prescott. Remember. Dak Prescott led the league in turnovers and didn't play in six games mm-hmm. and led the league in turnovers. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's just trying to do too much with the ball, uh, which is what I think it is in Josh Allen's case. But in Dak's case, it's just like that the throw the first interception that he threw. I mean, you threw it right to the DB. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? I also think that game's different if totally Tony Pollard doesn't get injured. I think it's still just as close. Uh, but I don't know if Tony Pollard would have been enough to flip that game around, personally. Um, my problem with the last play, if you're going to have the – if you're going to have four O-linemen, two on each sideline, why the hell would you throw it to the guy not behind an offensive lineman? Just bad ball. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, but Kellen Moore, if you're looking for an offensive coordinator position, I know a, I know a place. He's not going to go to a place that fired a good offensive coordinator. It's not. <laughs> Byron um, Leftwich, future Panther. He's he is not coming to Tampa. That's for sure. All right, go to Alabama. <laughs> All right, fellas. two big games. We've got two big games. Mm-hmm. Four points, baby. Four points and a potential clincher if there's a disagreement. We need to design the shirts, by the way. We do. All right. First game, 3 p.m., NFC Championship game at Lincoln Financial Field in Philly, San Francisco, the Philadelphia Eagles. I have not thought two seconds about this game because I knew in my heart, I know who's going to win this game. Um, I really like this 49ers team a lot. Uh, This is one of the best defenses I have ever seen on a team. Um, It reminds me a lot of the Buccaneers defense that won it. Uh, Amazing front seven that pressures the quarterbacks um, and a – a group in the secondary that plays really good press coverage. And if they burn the cornerbacks, the safeties are there to clean it up. Uh, Fred Warner, in my opinion, best linebacker in football. Um, Offensively, 
<laughs> I mean, they're, they're stacked. Best offensive line in the league. Uh, George Kittle, best tight end, or maybe not best tight end in the league, second best tight end in the league behind Travis Kelsey. Uh, Devo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Christian McCaffrey. And then you have Brock Purdy. Undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. Und- undefeated. <laughs> and yet the again. quarterback. And yet again, the biggest game of his career with a Super Bowl on the line against the number one team in the NFC uh, behind who could be the MVP in Jalen Hurts if he hadn't have gotten hurt. Um a potent running game, A.J. Brown, one of the best young wide receivers in the league, and a fantastic defense. Uh, not as good of a defense as San Francisco is, but still a very good defense. But we're going to punch San Francisco's ticket to the Super Bowl. San Francisco, I think right now, will win the whole thing. They you, are just ru- you just ruined your Super Bowl pick. I said right now. <laughs> I said right now. Yeah. So I'm going well, San Francisco. I'm behind, I don't know what I'm doing. No, I'm kidding. I don't I'm know going I'm San doing. Francisco. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this would be a really, really fun game. Uh, I'm really excited to see how both of the defenses play in this game. Uh, just to see which one comes out first hungry and ready to come at the quarterback. Uh, but for this one, I'm actually going to take the Eagles on this. I mean, you're playing at home, you know, you got the bright lights and I know that doesn't mean anything for Brock Purdy because dude's a stud, but I do think that the Eagles are going to be able to get it done, but it's probably going to be like a one point victory. I have a lot of respect for both these teams. Jalen Hurts, I think should be the MVP. Great team. 49 to my man Christian McCaffrey, just a great defense. And Brock Purdy, who has earned, ladies and gentlemen, he's earned a middle name. He's Brock Richard Purdy. Not only Brock Richard Purdy, I was like wanting to get to know Brock Richard Purdy a little bit better. So I was looking him up on Instagram last night. To excuse all my listeners, but his mom is hot. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Like, that, is that you? Dude, dude, I literally like I'm I gotta sit. I literally like turn red. Like, oh my gosh. Brock Richard Birdie has earned my respect. Give me the 49ers by 40. No, nah, it's gonna be a close game. I got 27 24 49ers, but oh my I'm 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 sitting this, Anthony. It would be great for Brock Purdy if he if he did take that team to the Super Bowl. That would be really, really cool. It'd be great. It'd be great. All right. Daniel, I'm going to give you the option because the only way points are split right now is if you and I pick differently. I've had my pick written down since since Sunday. Mm-hmm. If you would like to go first. I'm good. Okay. I was say, do you want me to go first? I got mine locked in. So I'm good. I, uh, Max, if you, I mean, if you want to go first, I mean, sure. you don't mean anything at this point. <laughs> 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 Even if we agree, it's not clinched yet. It's no, not clinched. So. I'll go first. Yeah, uh, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, they're hot. They're raring to go. Uh, it's going to be a close game. Interesting to see how Mahomes look, but I think he'll be just fine. But I think this, this probably this is going to be a shootout between the two, just offensive going crazy. Uh, but I'm going to take the Bengals on this one. Um, I'll, I'll do mine quickly. Uh, if Patrick Mahomes is healthy – uh, I think this game is tight. It's neck and neck. Um, I still think it's that way. Um, but Cincinnati just has their number, man. They have their number. Um, and again, an unhealthy Patrick Mahomes. I'm going Cincinnati. I just, I don't see. Away right now, Cincinnati, I think, has won 11 or 12 straight games. I I think that they are right now, outside of San Francisco, they are the hardest team to beat. So I'm going Cincinnati. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going Cincinnati as well. You could argue that Chiefs would be the slight favor if Mahomes is healthy just because of revenge and all that. But Joe Burrow, he might be the best quarterback in football right now. I think he is, personally. I would take, in a do-or-die game, I would take Joe Burrow slightly over Mahomes. Um, and that's not a knock on Mahomes. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. Well, what did I say? <laughs> it's the grand All right. Well, I had to add a caption, man. You know that. I know. So no points on the board. Uh, I'll send it to Max. No points on the board. So we will see how this goes, fellas. You want to talk a little baseball real fast? For 45 seconds? 45 I, seconds I, baseball. I was trying to do a transition, <laughs> but never mind. So I'm just going to end the recording, and we'll talk about baseball here in a second. Jari, Tom Holland. I don't want to talk to your bitch ass. Oh, shit, sure, recording. recording. <laughs> I'm not taking it out. I'm not even going to then. I'm not even going to take it out. It's just going to stay there. You know what? I'm glad the chaos wasn't me this time. Fucking Tristan Jari, dude. Dude, he's garbage. I know. All he right. sucks. Baseball. Yeah. So we're going to talk some baseball because we are getting closer and closer to pitchers and catchers reporting. Can't wait. Uh, we are getting closer and closer to spring training, which means inevitably we are getting closer and closer to the start, the 2023 MLB baseball season, but first... I've never missed baseball so much this early. I, yeah. I, you, all three of us have really talked about this. I don't know. I, I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, but I know we've said it just talking to each other. That same thing. We have never missed baseball more than we miss it right now. I don't start getting excited until, like, March. I think because last year there was a lockout, so we couldn't get excited for it. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I think I miss baseball more right now than I did when we were trying to figure out what was going on in the lockout. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, and it's so different where we were a year ago compared to where we are now, because I remember all of us staying awake until, like, 2 in the morning trying to figure out what was going on in these meetings. Yeah. Oh my God, we're going to get a deal tonight. We're going to do this. And then all of a sudden, one of us sends the tweet, no deal tonight. We'll be back at it in the morning. And somebody just texted in, oh, fuck. We'll be like, all right, guys, go to bed. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, like, all right, see you guys in the morning. Um, it's just, it's wild. It is so wild because it, I am so, I'm just uh, opening. I can't wait. I cannot wait for opening day. Um, I've never been more excited for opening day of a baseball season than this one. And I thought I meant that last year. And I well, it starts earlier this year. Well, because they're on time. Well, and, we're, and the first game's in March. Which well, it was supposed to be last year, wasn't it? It's usually like April 2nd or 3rd. Well, yeah. And then it didn't. This is like March 30th. Right. Yeah. So very excited about that. Mm-hmm. But let's I wouldn't get be excited. I, I wouldn't be as excited if we didn't resound here just probably. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Let's get to a reason that we're not excited. Uh the baseball hall of fame came out today. By the way, full disclosure, uh for football and everything, we are recording this on Tuesday. Um, because Daniel's out of town for the rest of the week. So Texas time. Has to go to Texas. He's going to Texas. Um, so we are recording this early in the week. Obviously, if anything happens, uh, like major, uh, Brock Purdy, you know, gets hurt and isn't playing. Obviously, if something changes, uh, we will cover that in the next podcast if picks change or anything like that. Um, but I'm think it might be safe to say that we're all pretty solid in our picks so um tonight on tuesday was announced by the uh baseball writers uh of america association uh that unlike 
uh, last year, we have a player entering the Baseball Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. A single player. <laughs> Congratulations to Scott Rowland. Uh, I think a lot of people know him from the uh, from the Phillies. Um, I wish I could be happy for him. This uh, is bogus. You can't be happy for him. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I am happy for him. <laughs> I was about to say, be happy for him. Um, <laughs> great. I, I, I'm happy for Scott Rowland. the worst person. <laughs> I'm happy for Scott Rowland, who got, you know, over the, uh, who got over the threshold. I, I I'm going to go over the list. Just uh, hair, bro. <laughs> the people who received votes um, and did not get in. Uh, Todd Helton received 52% of the vote. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Todd Helton should be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Wagner received 51% of the vote in his eighth year of eligibility. Billy Wagner should be a Hall of Famer. Andrew Jones received 41.4% of the vote in his sixth year of eligibility. Andrew Jones should be a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. This is the one that really bothers me. Receiving 40.6% of the vote in his ninth year, Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield is a fucking Hall of Famer. You know who bothers me the most? Is it Carlos Beltran? Because that's the other yeah, one that really bothers me. Yeah, that's Manny Romero bothers, bothers me. Manny, I think Manny should be in, but I think that a guy like Alex Rodriguez should be in before Manny gets in. Um, and <laughs> I, I get, I get why they're not going to vote a Rod. I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, really, really, Helton, Sheffield, and Beltron really rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> those are those are the three that really get me. It bothers me that Manny's not in. Um, another one that really bothers me, but I don't think he's ever going to get in, is Jimmy Rollins. Um, I, I think that Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Fame shortstop. Todd Helton not getting in is the one that really just makes me want to punch a baseball writer. Um, I want to be a baseball writer just so I can vote. <laughs> so you can vote accurately. The only reason. <laughs> and here's my problem. I think if you are a baseball writer who gets a ballot and submits a blank ballot, I think you should lose your vote forever. Yeah. I just do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's the point? point? It's, it's terrible. It's like, for example, Derek Jeter should have been unanimous, and one writer said no to right. Derek Jeter. It's like they want to say no to everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we've talked about it. Um, I think we've talked about it on this podcast. Barry Barry Bonds, the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yep. Barry Bonds um, is, is the greatest baseball player of all time. He should be a Hall of Famer. Regardless of what you think about PEDs, steroids, whatever, Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer, and it doesn't make sense to me. And I, I love the guy that I'm about to say, and he has never once popped positive. It is. So illogical to me that Barry Bonds is not in, but David Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame. David Ortiz never failed a drug test, ever. He popped on that one thing that was whatever, that was, I believe, voluntary and really didn't mean anything and was never disciplined for it. Barry Bonds never popped positive. Barry Bonds was never disciplined for steroids, you're going based off the idea that, yeah, he probably was using them. But yeah. in the steroid era, it's like, I'm, not saying, steroid I'm, not say, I'm not saying that it was right, because it was wrong. But, but here's the, here's the that's thing. the era. Is it wrong if the league isn't punishing you for it? 
Yeah. I mean, it, it increased the revenue of the league in that time. It saved the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, People we'd, to watch baseball. we'd be watching the MLS if it wasn't for the steroid era. We are never going to see something like the summer of 1999 again with Sammy Sosa. 98. 98. 98. 98. We are never going to see anything like that again with two guys chasing 70 home runs. Mm-hmm. We barely saw Aaron Judge hit 60. And he nobody was close to him. I think we're never going to see Barry Bonds' record. I don't think it broken. No, never. No, no, never. Ever. Unless someone just goes not, off. And career but... home runs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I think in order for somebody to hit Barry's record, they have to have a – has to be this. It's going to have to be a 20-plus year career or they're going to have to have a season where they hit 100 home runs. Because Bonds has seven – I think 70, Bonds. I think Bonds is at like seven sixty seven. Because he passed seven fifty five. I don't. He is seventy three in a season. So seventy three in a season. It's seven sixty two. I was close. I said seven sixty seven. Seven sixty two. Dang, he really just broke that record and bounced. <laughs> I mean, he really did. It's it's what I think like Alex Ovechkin's gonna do. In the NHL, he's going to break uh, Gretzky's goal record, and then he's he's done after the season. Whenever he does it, which I think is going to be next year. LeBron don't get any ideas. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron's about Kareem, two weeks away like from doing it. Breaks Kareem says, "All right, fellas, I'm packing it in." All right, fellas, appreciate it. I'll see you next time. Uh-oh. He passes it. Rob, any trades? Nope, we're done. Nope. All right, it's like, see ya. Trade it's like, me it's to like the like retirement a, home. It's like it's like UFC where you drop the gloves to retirement. He puts that headband on the court. By the screw, way, pl- screw playing with my son. By the way, I'm just letting you guys know. In the next two months. We have two UFC cards that if I don't get to talk about, I'm going to cry. I don't want Definitely that. Definitely in March. Yeah, we don't want you to cry. <laughs> Definitely. Actually, I can't see it. If I, don't get to talk, if I don't get to talk about John Jones finally making a comeback, I'm going to go off. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to baseball. I think it just gets dropped in the first round. I hope so. God, I hope so. That would be hilarious. Um, I think it's going to be a really good fight, though. Um. Mm-hmm. I just I and here's my other thing. I think guys like Todd Helton get punished for the steroid era. Even though I think Todd Helton was one of the most clean baseball players that there will ever be, I think he gets punished because of the steroid era. I think any guy from that era does. I mean I Mark, Mark Burley, mm-hmm. Jimmy Rollins. I think all all of those guys from the steroid era get this little asterisk beside them going, well, they played in the steroid era, so there's a chance. And I just think that's unfair. I think it should discount you a little bit, but not Hall of Fame. Like, for example, and I think Barry Bonds should be a Hall of Famer, but when I think home run king, I think of Hank Aaron. I, I don't. I, I still think Barry Bonds. Bonds. I, I because again, but I still think Barry Bonds should be an undoubted, undoubted Hall of Famer. Oh, I think I think Barry Bonds is a Hall of Fame. I agree. Um, I'd argue Pete Rose should be a Hall of Famer. Hundred percent. But you know, nobody wants to talk about that, which is is fine. Um, I just it 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 bothers me so much that a guy like. <laughs> That a guy like Todd Helton is snow. Anyway, screw the yeah. baseball writers. <laughs> Except Jeff Passon. Passon. Love Passon. Jeff Passon. <laughs> Tomorrow I get to use the Jeff and I'm so happy. The, Je- uh, the Jake Jeff. Oh, you're going to use it? Yeah. Max, we're going to have to show you. We're going to have to show you the GIF. Oh, I'd love it's, to see it. it's like the best GIF ever. It's a, we're gonna, uh, we're, we have to wait until tomorrow, though. Yeah. Or midnight. Just yeah. posted at midnight. 
By the way, uh, Daniel, you know this answer, so I'm just going to ask you because I don't feel like texting you, and I'm going to do it while I have you. Does does Ben play tonight? Yes, he plays at. Damn it. Ten thirty p.m. I hate the Aussie Open. Oh, so he's about to play. Yeah, yeah. I and hate. Plus, I'm so plus player too. If he wins, he gets Djokovic, which I want to see him play Djokovic so bad. He's playing Tommy Paul, right? Yeah. I'd say Tommy Paul's definitely a favorite. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I think Ben has been the underdog in almost every every match he's played so far. Actually, they're running behind, so Ben's not going to be on for at least another hour. Well, sorry, Ben. Um, going a bit. All right. <laughs> Uh, Daniel wanted to talk about this just a little bit. So uh, the, and we are so late to this and I know we are, and we don't care. Um, <laughs> you see my attitude? I'm yes, so sorry. I do not care. <laughs> Kick a fucking uh, team. <laughs> uh, Carlos Correa has finally, mercifully, thank God, uh, ditched the Mets. Okay, Ben, 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 Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. He's really passionate about Korea, guys. It's he's crazy. Really, he's really passionate about Carlos Correa. He <laughs> really loves Carlos Correa. How early into the game is it? We're down seventeen to ten. Didn't it just oh, okay. start? Yeah, You're, he's watching Lakers Clippers, so he's having a good time. Dang, let's start um, at ten. <laughs> bang bang. There we go. Carlos Correa has signed. I don't remember how big the deal was. Uh, Six years. Sign back at the Minnesota Twins. (sighs) We're stocking up. (laughs) Are they? They I wonder if Correa truly wants to be a twin, or was that his last option? I think it was his last option. I think it was. I mean, because here's the thing. If he really wanted to be a twin, he wouldn't have opted out of the contract. Yeah, would have to earn more money. The twins also got uh, Michael A. Taylor uh, yesterday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. I wouldn't call that loading up though. They still it's have no pitch. They still have no pitching. Yeah, I don't know if they signed someone. They didn't. Uh, Not that I remember. Uh, double check that. I think outside of him, Kepler, they traded a rise. Yeah. For. Let's see. Oh, they got Pablo Lopez. Oh, yeah, they did get Pablo Lopez. That's right. It's a. Uh... For Luis Arias. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a net trade. So now you're now you don't have first base. I, I just don't get it. I I think they're going to suck. Um. I think I think there's really only plausibly two teams that win the AL Central. Um, and honestly, to be completely honest, I, at this point, after today, I think it's only one. Um, so, Max, congratulations, because your Guardians are probably going to win the AL Central. It would be um, very cool to do that again. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't even know what to think about the White Sox anymore, man. Um, they got a lot of shit going on right now, <laughs> sadly. You have till March 1st to opt out. Dude, the thing is, like, at this point, maybe I'm just going to root for everybody. I'm, well, I'm <laughs> going gonna, I'm gonna to hear you May 1st start talking about how you're side chick Mariners. Like, this is your chance to adopt the Mariners. Yeah, but the thing is, I can't watch Mariners games because they start at 1030. It's true. It's hard for East West Coast team. So is that? Don't offer the Yankees. It's not going to happen. I just, I just looked up we their don't want you. rotation. Good. Yeah. Mets with Frank. No, I'll pass. <laughs> Please yeah, do I just, I just looked up the rotation. So <laughs> it uh, the Twins. Nationals fans, your so grandfather. With, with Pablo Lopez, you have Sony Gray, Joe Ryan, Tyler Maley, and Bailey Obor. That's besides with Pablo. <laughs> so Pablo Sanchez and then crap, two, four, and five, because Joe Ryan's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So two good pitchers and yes, the crap. <laughs> and then we roll out, roll it out in a really that. shitty bullpen. It's really bad. <laughs> with, oh, really with the bad. Korean, 
I think I think the Twins have just settled for mediocrity. I think they have. I, I mean, you've still got. You've I wonder still... what's wrong with with Correa. Like, how do you not pass physicals? I don't know. I don't know. And that that was that was the thing that bothered me in the whole saga, is that it was just like we had they went radio silent for two weeks, and then out of nowhere the deal's done. Like the the, the deal's out of the picture. Well, I think. The Mets rushed the Correa news because I think they wanted to override judges re-signing. Probably. Because that morning, that judge re-signed, it was, oh, well, we got Correa. And I was wanting Correa to be a Met because that would have been really fun for the rivalry, honestly. Like, on all honesty, I really wanted Correa a Met. Like, really bad. Because baseball's fun when the Yankees and Mets are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I don't know. But I agree. It. I, I think it's a. It's a. It's a one and a half team race. Guardians are the clear favorite, but I think the White Sox have a chance. I think they have a chance. I think with the White Sox, the biggest problem is. Um, I still don't think we have a first baseman, uh, so it'll probably end up being Andrew Vaughn. Uh, we don't have a second baseman, uh, so I don't know who the hell that's going to be. Um. Can we roll yeah. out Gavin Sheets in center field? No, 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 no. Our, our outfield is good. Um, I just want to see. Except uh, uh, Eloy Jimenez said, oh, yeah, I really want to play left field this year. And I'm like, no. You get hurt way too easy for that. Put People in Gavin Sheets in the right field. Uh, <laughs> Brett Gardner, baby. No. We got it. We got Ben Intendi, so he's better. better Brett Gardner. He's younger Brett Gardner. Treat him well. Honestly, I think he's going to be good. I think he will. That's, that's think, a really good pickup. Good for us. Um, yeah, we got a, we got that young guy in left field or Eloy Jimenez. Um, so I think our really our only hole now is at second base. I'm not going to get into the Mike Clevenger situation. I haven't read it. I don't want to. Everything I've seen is not good. So Gavin Sheets, I'm not going to read it. He doesn't deserve our time. Huh? He doesn't deserve airtime. No. Mr. So, Sunshine. Um, rotation for the White Sox, I think it's eh, maybe. We'll see. Um, of course, now not having Liam Hendricks is brutal. Uh, get better soon. Um, but, I mean, Lance Lynn, Giolito, Kopech, Cease. Cease. Cease should be the opening day starter. Um, if it wasn't for Justin Verlander, Dylan sees the Cy Young. Um, went really well. So that's that's four. Now that there's no Clevenger, I don't know who the five is going to be. Well, there's no Clevenger. Clevenger is on the roster. I don't know what the deal is going to be with that whole thing. I know who you should root for. Who? The Baltimore Orioles. Wrote for, for the O's. They're fun. They are fun, but like. Indian Yards. As in your, I, I can't your watch. Stadium. I can't watch Orioles games because of the location. They're blacked out. You Oh, you can't either? No, they're blacked, blacked out for out. me too, which sucks. They're blacked Black, out. I, I can't get them. Orioles or Nationals. They're the closest. They're the closest for all three of us. I so can watch them. That's I why they're all blacked out. <laughs> Oh, you can watch the Orioles, though, can't you, Max? Mm-hmm. I can yeah, also watch Nationals games. Oh, what fuck. can't you watch, Max? Uh, so, at the, at the beginning of it, I couldn't watch Guardians games for some reason. <laughs> it wouldn't allow me to watch Guardians games. Uh, the biggest thing for me is sometimes I don't get Pittsburgh. That's so, right. like, on MLB TV... On MLB TV, I don't get Pittsburgh, but because I have AT&T Sportsnet, I get Pittsburgh game. Maybe I can be a Pirates fan. Max, you remember when we went to PNC Park and I became a Pirates fan for the last two innings and they hit a walk-off home run? Your mental health could not take it. uh, They're going to be fun. They're They're going to be be a fun fun team. They're going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time, actually. It's going to be a fun time. So I have a game to end off the episode. Are you ready for this? I, th- I thought of this while we were talking. Okay. We didn't know each other. We met each other on the street. 
Mm-hmm. What team do you think we would root for by, before, like, we, to- we told you? Like, if you'd met me on the street, and if, you'd be like, hmm, he looks like a fan of this team. You know what I mean? That's that's a good question. Like, I, th- I thought of that while we were talking. So, Daniel, for I, you, I, I will say, like, outside of the Yankees, you were very Carolina Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, were, you were a very, like, I've – Born and raised in North Carolina, so to be completely honest, I I would I would say you know the Panthers, Duke, or UNC, uh, because being someone that has lived next to Carolina for a majority of their life, you don't assume that about somebody because those is fighting words. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you call a Duke fan a UNC fan, it's excuse me, um, or vice versa. And then I'd say, yeah, hockey, you'd be a Hurricanes fan. Uh, Baseball in the Carolinas is interesting because you were either uh, Nationals, Orioles, or the Braves. I would have gone Braves for you personally. It's funny because I hate the Braves. I would have said some outlandish shit like Dodgers. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I'd have gone, I'd just, have gone, or like, the, or like St. Louis, just like a random right. ass team out there because there's right. not baseball in Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, and I would have, yeah. So for you, I'd go Car- uh, Panthers, Hurricanes, um, either UNC or Duke, and then baseball. I would have gone Braves. Basketball, I'd go Hornets because local. With. Anthony, I would have gone looking at you, you look like a Tampa fan. Like I would have known that. I would have figured it out before I met you, I feel like. And then you either look like a Miami Marlins fan or a Cubs fan. And you know, I appreciate that actually, because I think Cubs fans, <laughs> Cubs fans I would actually I would go Cubs. Mm-hmm. Potentially Boston, but I would lean more towards the Cubs. I grew up a Boston fan. Yeah, you look more like a Cubs fan. Like you appreciate Wrigley Field. Yeah, I'll go Cubs. When I first met uh, Anthony, he was a Nats fan. Yeah, I remember that. You were, <laughs> when I first met you, you were a Nats fan, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey. That this that one should be easy. Yeah, that he was a caps all the way, bro. Yeah, you look like a caps. <laughs> NBA, honestly, you have that Boston vibe, so I can say Celtic. Like you just like yeah, you Boston. look like you should be living in Boston, which is funny. We've talked my about Twitter that. feed says the same thing <laughs> with Max. Any fucking where NBA, you look like a Knicks fan. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, funny, funnily enough, Max is from New York. I, like, I, it just I looks like Max York. would like love Madison Square Garden. I did. Oh, Max, Max looks like fun. he belongs in Madison Square Garden. I've, I've been there. It's fun. <laughs> baseball. Max looks. Max looks like a like a Phillies fan. I can see it. it. I, I, I would have gone. I would have gone Mets. But he would have been a, a Mets fan that complained that they're no longer in Shea Stadium. But I would also I could also say Boston as a close second because Max has that kind of like long hair beard vibe that all Boston Red Sox players has. Yeah, and Max looks like is. he enjoys the Sam Adams. Going yeah. back to the Madison Square Garden the Garden comment, do you want to know what I went to Madison Square Garden for? What? I think I know. The oh, I know what you thing. went to Madison Square Garden for. Hey, I was I was young. I was in my late teens. And I was really into a specific kind of video game. So I went to Madison Square Garden for the League of Legends national like championship series. And I watched all three games in Madison Square Garden, which smelled like absolute toilet water. Never loved you more. It was, it was a time. I almost got ran over by a cab. It was great. That's why NFL, you're, you look like a Jets fan. What was with the New York Central? I don't like, know. He's- Give me a New York vibe, like a New York Boston vibe. I did live there, so I understand it. (laughs) See, for me, like, I lived a strict childhood. Nine o'clock bedtime, like, every night. Right. The one exception was I was allowed to stay up and watch Yankee games with my mother. 
So that's how my Yankees fandom came about. Because people look at me and think, like, bandwagon. Right. But, like, I have to explain. Right. Because also, I don't, like, I remember the 2009, but I wasn't, like, watching it die hard, like, yet. Mm-hmm. So I really haven't seen my team, like, win a championship. Like, that means a lot. That's That's why I became a Red Sox fan. Uh, my my dad is a diehard, and this one's really funny. My dad was a diehard San Francisco 49er NASCAR. Um, more more specifically, Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, so fanatic, San Francisco 49er. Um, God, I love left turns. <laughs> I love left turns. Uh, 49ers. Uh, uh, Florida State. Oh God! <laughs> uh, which would have been full disclosure. My my dad passed away like 17, 18 years ago. So it would have been really interesting to grow up as a Florida Gators fan. With wow. my dad as a Florida, would you have been a Florida Gators fan? That's the question. Would you have been? I would have been you because have been. so I was a Boston Red Sox fan growing up because my dad was a diehard. Never missed a game, Boston Red Sox fan. And I remember the first baseball memories that I have. And Daniel, you're going to want to close your ears because you know what I'm going to oh, say. Oh, I know. <laughs> is the 2004 ALCS when the Red Sox came back down 3 1. My dad let me stay up, or 3 0. They were down 3 0. First team in um, history. Only team in history. Only team in history. Uh, my dad let me stay up every single night for all of those games through the World Series. The first time I ever saw my dad cry was game seven when they beat the Yankees. It's also the first time I ever saw him spill a beer. Um, <laughs> and the second time I saw my dad cry is when they proceeded the next week to win the World Series in four games. That's the second time I ever saw him spill a beer. So that that's why I was a Red Sox fan is that it's those memories that I it's the best memories that I have with my dad and of mm-hmm. course those now mean differently because of my life situation but mm-hmm. um god you two would have gone into each other about Florida and Florida State oh, oh dude, my it god it would have been knowing, so much and knowing <laughs> the person my dad was it would have been nonstop shit talk oh yeah <laughs> Every just time. Like, like Do you know how whole... much he would he would flame you for the shoe? Oh yeah, he not would. Only, <laughs> not only would he flame me for the shoe, he would have bought me a singular shoe for Christmas and then thrown <laughs> the other one at me. And what then, a guy! To make it better, do you know how much he would have fucking flamed us for the Jalen Rashada bullshit? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, why would you guys offer $13 million to this kid who's never done anything? Still couldn't Florida get there. State would never. Well, sorry, Dad. They don't pay criminals like that. <laughs> that is that is a legitimate God. conversation that we would have. Absolutely. I'm not even kidding. What's well, like with my dad, he was a Cincinnati Reds fan. I don't know if I ever shared that with you. Brutal. Big Pete Rose fan. Like, loved him. Oh no! Um, oh, he he. Every year he he'll text me. Pure should be the whole thing. No, I agree. But yeah. he stopped watching sports because it got too political. <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> like I was watching on Thanksgiving. He sat down beside me. And goes ah football. Haven't seen that in years. It's too political. You know that, son. I just said, yeah. I just ignore all that stuff, Dad. I'm just Thanks, Dad. Watching. He goes. Well, Dan Marino was my favorite player. Let's go. Okay, Dad. And, <laughs> and then pops. he just gets up and walks away. And, and gets up and walks away. Yeah. I, I think I think that's the great thing with sports is it's just, you know, the memories that it that it gives and the fond memories that it gives. I, mean, I couldn't know, imagine a life of not watching sports. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. Um personally it's you know, I, it's a lot of what, you know, my personality is personally, but it's it's just, I, I can't even put into words what it, and maybe it's corny, but to say what it means to me, 
Um, but it, it means, it means a lot, mm-hmm. um, on more than just a level of, oh, that's my team. That's who I root for. It's more than your team. It's like literally. It's, it's life for some mm-hmm. of us. That's how we make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, two out of the three of us. Cause it's not me. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so fellas, that was a blast. Uh, we know what our next episode is. We're going to have a Super Bowl episode. Oh, I thought we were recapping this weekend. Well, we we could because... We, got, we, have, we have some tennis highlights. So <laughs> tennis highlights. We'll have, we'll have all of that um, and more on episode 23, the DCP podcast. Episode 22 coming to a close from my co-host, Max Bourne, Daniel Christian. I'm your host, Anthony McAvoy, saying we will see you guys next.